everybody. Welcome back to the Wedscast. As uh, usual, I am Justin, and this is a podcast for two dudes who are told we're brothers, sit around, drink too much, and uh, basically just uh, bitch about things that we find annoying uh, out there in the interwebs. Uh, for the most part, I find the things I'm annoyed at, I tell Shay about them, and we laugh at it. Um, with me, per the usual, is my younger brother, who, if I'm not mistaken, wishes he could be on his motorcycle. Yes. Yes. I had to, I fire, you know, it's been, we, uh, well, first of all, I'm sure you, you saw how we had, uh, those, I know you did cause we were together when it happened, right, those yeah. ridiculous fires in Boulder, right. Colorado. And, Actually, uh, not to interrupt Shay, but, um, I, I have a collaboration with people that work at UC Boulder yep. and, uh, three of the group leaders had lost their homes. Yep. I know. Yeah. I know two people. I know one person who the the fire stopped within a mile of their house. And I know two other people who I think they said their house was reduced to ashes in less than an Uh, hour. But because, I mean, keep in mind, you know, it's a fire, but there's also 100 mile an hour winds. Right. Um, For for anybody who has been uh, been under a rock, these are the these are the um, brush fires that started in in Colorado, like what right after the first of the year uh yeah somewhere right before maybe yeah, yeah i don't remember yeah. yeah we were visiting um, our dad in florida and we were watching on the news and shay was tracking to see if his house would still be there but it, it stayed quite quite a bit away from longmont oh yeah we're from like that's quite a bit uh that's probably hmm, that's like 20 or 30 miles south of longmont still a little close for comfort but right, right. i'm lucky i'm fortunate but anyway yeah the uh we had the fires and then we got a whole bunch of snow so now there's a shit ton but now it's warm out again so there's a shit ton of snow and ice on the roads and i have to start my bike up and let it idle to keep the engine in good shape through the winter and i was sitting out there listening to uh my engine on my bike run and, and yearning for the open road you got your pants the, the, tight got my pants tight for the sneezy rider you know yeah that reminds me, I need to, I need to, we haven't had a hard snow here yet in Chicago, in the Chicago area. Really? Yeah, not just a Don't you normally have so something before now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I've been told that, wait, I mean, we're halfway through January. We're recording this uh, Monday the 17th. Excuse me. And I've been told we could get like some serious snows up until March here, but so far it's just been a dusting. But it also been, has been quite a while since I have run my, um, my snowblower. So I need to pick a day when it's in the night, you know, like in the 40s, go out in the garage, really fire that up, let it run for a while, because it is a pain in the dick when there's 17 inches of snow and it's still coming down, and that little fucker won't start up. I was, yeah. I, I'm surprised uh, the roommates got a, a snowblower as a gift this year from an aunt or something for Christmas. Nice. And then I, yeah, but I don't think they used it in either of the 10 inch snows we got. I think that oh. because I, well, honestly, I think our, our neighbors up until now. Um, have known that i would say it's because they're nice but i think it's because they know we just won't fucking do it so they always shovel our walk for us because <laughs> i don't know about there but here it's like you have 24 hours to shovel your walk where you can get a fine from the city oh yeah and uh oh yeah yeah they'll they'll, they'll drive around well, and uh, stick notices on your door okay well that 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 could very well be a thing here too but like rachel and i come in and out from the back door because we park in the garage and walk there's a you know little, little walkway between the garage and the house and so we always come in the back so like when it snows i'll shovel the back walkway and i i totally forget about the front and like there could be t- 20 inches of snow out front and the mailman is just cussing my ass because uh, it's nothing but snow and ice and sleet out of the front and i'm like i don't even think about it because we never walk out through the front door i don't even think yeah about it. but but if i d- if i do think about it like if we've got a good you know 10 or 12 inches and i'm out with a snow blower i'll do the front of our our front sidewalk our front walkway and i'll do the neighbors too because i'm out there and i usually have a buzz going so why not you know 
Everything. I think that's I, I think that's why I, you know it's kind of part of what our, our part of it is you know our neighbor has a, there's a there's a, that's a pretty large family so like they can shovel our walk the walk in front of theirs and the house on the other side in like thirty minutes or yeah. something so it's just like all the kids just go out and shovel everything. Yeah, no, I'm well, okay with it. The way I do it is every time I have to got to stop and clean out the um, the snowblower, uh, I, I shotgun a beer. So uh, yep, I hurried up. All right. Well, speaking, speaking of beers, let's go through the weekly numbers. Like I said, we're recording this Monday, January 17th, Martin Luther King Day. We'll talk a little bit about that later. But um, I'm, I got a pitcher of fresh beer beside me. Just, just swapped out a new keg. Uh, the calibration of the keg uh, flow rate is still a little bit off. I'm going to have to keep drinking beer. Get that down to you know, 0.001 beers uh, you know, tolerance. Shay, you got anything to sip on over there? Uh, the new Belgium 1554. Nice. It is it is a black locker. There you go. All right, we are in the six hundred. I'm sorry, shit. Three hundred and sixty second day of the Biden administration. Uh, the last the last uh, uh, coup attempt of a free and fair election was three hundred seventy six days ago. Uh, right now, Biden is plus three point seven over Trump in um, uh, five thirty eight, and plus seven over Trump in the Gallup. Um, I just love when everybody's like, "Oh, he's got the worst polling ever." I'm like, actually, uh, your boy was worse. Uh, the guy that you said was the greatest president ever is worse. Um, we have, we are in the 677th day of a global pandemic. And congratulations to Rush Limbaugh on 11 months clean and sober today. Coming up on that one-year chip. Um, he's got me beat. <laughs> it's funny because he's, he's dead. Yeah, yeah. It's, kinda, it's funny because he's in hell. Um, yep. All right. Next thing up is COVID woo fuckery is still going on. We are with Omicron hitting... Um, we talked about this last time. Omicron is more contagious, but less, um, I guess, severe. I don't want to say virulent. Um, the last numbers I saw is you're about 50% less likely to get hospitalized from Omicron than you are um, from the Delta variant. But we are still at 600. I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I'm, God, I'm just looking at random ass numbers here. Sorry. Um, six point, um, 67.6 million cases in the U.S. God damn, it took forever to get that out. Uh, we are still we are looking at 874,310 American deaths from COVID. That's over 291 9/11s or um, two, over 218 uh, kilo as we like to say here. And uh, we say that not to make light of how many people have died. It's I'm actually kind of surprised we haven't hit a million yet because of the Omicron variant. But um, whenever the Republican Party you know wants to dry hump 9/11 or Benghazi. The 2012 attack on on in Benghazi, uh, yeah, that was four fucking people or 2,900 people. We're doing like we're gonna we got to that point in uh, COVID last year per day over that like it was like two two 911s a day. Nobody nobody seemed to give a shit. Um, national vaccines for the United States still hovering at fully vaccinated at 62.9 percent, which is uh, still shy of the 70 percent we need for herd immunity. Uh, don't think we're going to fucking get there, Shay. No, it's, uh, but on the upside, um, it looks as though, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully the algorithm, I'm not an expert, but we'll see if we get flagged for misinformation. Uh, I have been reading some stuff about how, uh, in places where the Omicron variant had first surfaced. So Europe, uh, South Africa, um, and then in the United States, you know, places like New York city, uh, it's, it looks like it's kind of, well, it's definitely in South Africa. It's kind of burned itself out. Right. Because one of the upsides to it being so easy to spread air quotes on the word upside 
yeah is that everybody kind of gets that natural immunity um ish you know it burns right. through the population um and then uh you know yes i can't remember there's this it's like the, on the daily or something they were talking about how it's like well yeah it's not as deadly and you're like half as likely to go to the hospital because of it but it infects twice as many people so it's basically the fucking same the way right. the numbers work right. out um but uh you know and and it's you know i'm i'm i i i've heard a couple of smarty pants people that are doctors on the internet and um what's that thing the radio ah terrestrial uh, talk, radio. yes 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 terrestrial radio um talking about uh how we could actually start to come out of things at, like you know end of february going into the spring which would be nice but we'll see yeah it's so the interesting thing is that i didn't i didn't think we would hover at 60 percent because i was talking to a buddy of mine and he was like you know there was there's 10 percent of americans that were probably primed to be anti-vax from like years ago you know like the hippies in california that are like yeah i'm not going to take the polio vaccine i'm not giving it to my kids like oh whatever um, the whole the whole vaccines cause autism bullshit that was complete nonsense, originated on a false um, a false report. Um, oh God, I know that I, I I can see a picture of the professor in my head that did that. But he you know he was he's not a medical doctor anymore. His license was yanked. It was complete nonsense. So there was ten percent of Americans that like were gonna jump on this anti-vax thing regardless, and. We also made it really easy to uh, be convinced the vaccines are bad for political reasons. So I, I really didn't think we would stall it. I thought we would get to 70%. I thought there would be, you know, 30% of Americans that, let's just say, are so MAGA, they can't accept the vaccine, even though Donald Trump apparently made it. Since he's, you know, supposed to be not, since Republicans are supposed to be not pro-vaccine now. But I didn't think it would be that many. And it's problematic. But no, I have heard similar discussions, like you said, where since Omicron is less severe, it will burn through, quote unquote, burn through people. Like even breakthrough infections are extremely mild, so everybody can get it and get even more immunity. The problem is, just like you said, I mean, the last, um, God, I haven't even looked. The last time I checked, like we are having some, like 600 and some thousand cases a day. And if. Uh, the last you must say, yeah, you must say. The last number I heard, the last number I saw. Let me see if I can bring this up real quick. The last number I saw was like I heard this quoted again on the radio, YouTube. Don't fucking you know hit us for this again. But the last number I saw was um, like one and a half person, one and a half. You know, two, YouTube hates freedom. That's why they're coming down on us. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. So the seven day. God damn it. The the seven day uh, case average has peaked and it's starting to go back down now. Just like a couple days are going down, but the the peak was eight hundred and five thousand cases a day. The seven day average. Now, if if you know one and a half percent of those have to be hospitalized, that's still like ten thousand people. You know, and the mortality rate for COVID in the United States is still one point four percent. So, like, if you have eight thousand people, eight hundred thousand people get it in a day or in a seven day average. You know, the odds of, of severe deaths coming, you know, 16 to 21 days later is still a thing. Like, it's still a, a, a probability. Like, and I know we have way better ways of taking care of it now. But still, it's like, it, just because cases spike and we have all these treatments doesn't fucking mean everybody's okay. Like, people are still going to die if we don't fucking take this seriously and don't get fucking vaccinated. Like, yeah. that's the thing. Um, my, my favorite statistic is this. If you are vaccinated and boosted... You are five times less likely to get COVID, period. Just less likely to get it. 
And if you are vaccinated and boosted and you get fucking COVID, you're 13 to 15 times less likely to fucking die. Like, I don't know why we have to keep fucking going over this, but I guess Tucker Carlson has to keep, like, uh, up in the rage. We're going to talk about that motherfucker here in a minute, but, um, yeah, so... Hopefully we'll get through this. I, I, I believe like I believe the doctors you were listening to before, I think we're going to come out of this in the spring and be a lot better than we were last spring. Like, orders of magnitude better than we were last spring. But one of the problems we have right now is the lack of testing. Um, yes. I don't, I don't know about you, but I am currently tested weekly. I work at a national laboratory. I'm not going to say which one. But... I'm tested weekly. I have to carry around a little monitor on my chest that tells me if I'm close to anybody, too close, six feet or, you know, whatever. Um, my wife, the RN, never been tested. <laughs> awesome. Works with COVID patients fucking daily. Never had a COVID test. That's amazing. And um, so um, one of the real failings of the Biden administration is that we should be st- we just ha- we should have piles of COVID tests just in the streets. You know, we should just be we should be lousy with them. But we are having scare, uh, scarcities of them. And I don't know if you've heard about the COVID testing sites, but now that everybody needs testing because of Omicron is so virulent, um, these uh, bullshit testing sites are popping up. They're just complete scams. Uh, there have been a couple of those shut down here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, they're, they're, yeah they're pretty big in Chicago now. Yeah, and it's it's always like uh, one of them on, you know, and again, this is huge, massive I wouldn't even say grain of salt. I'd say it's a salt lick, but um, uh, because the information is all over the Reddit. Right. But there's a lot of people on Reddit that are listing off specific testing facilities in like Boulder, Denver, Fort Collins and places like that saying that like they basically uh, they like paid online ahead of time and then went to show up oh. and they're like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, well, first of all, you paid for that ahead of time. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah, dumb. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And like places that will like pay and then like test you and then you never get your results. And it's yeah, it's a whole thing. You know, yeah. I, I, I am of the opinion and it's it's funny, too, because I have friends that look at me like I'm a crazy person when I say this, like. And I, I'm fortunate in that my company doesn't care uh, in terms of like if I say I feel bad, I stay home like that. Right. That's how we work. But like at the end of the day, unless you're in a hospital, getting tested isn't going to help you recover. It, it makes you feel better, like, you know, you have covid. But at the end of the day, if you feel sick, isolate, and that's all you really need to yeah. do. You don't have to get tested. Now, I understand there's a um, there's a lot of people out there who, if they're going to stay home for a week, they have to have a positive test right. or they could lose their jobs, right. um, which is a whole different ballgame. We can have that discussion later. Yeah. Yeah. Now, again, yeah, at, at, our, at, at, my, uh, at my work, our national lab, uh, we shut down from Christmas to New Year's. And then when it came back, Omicron was really flaring up in the area, so they were like, well, Everybody should stay home for the rest of January. Just work from home. And you can't tell researchers who have been gone for three weeks not to get back in the lab. They're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So that's when they instituted, since since they noticed nobody was staying home, that's when they instituted weekly testing and, and you know, um, proximity monitors. Um, and I've, I've, I've um, several, uh, I've heard anecdotes from several other uh, shows, like uh, the Majority Report with Sam Cedar. They were talking about how, in New York, you know, they'll be walking down the street and they'll see a COVID testing site. And they're like, hey, well, I'm just going to go ahead and get tested. Just, you know, hey, just be checked for the day, right? You know, make sure I don't have COVID. And they go in, they take the test. And they don't tell them until after they've taken the test that they're not going to get the results back for seven days. And they're like, well, what the fuck? Like, I could get COVID and, and go through the five-day, you know, 
quarantined before even giving giving my fucking results. You know, it's not worth it's not worth it. Um, the one I thought was hilarious is there's a story from. This is called Wink News. This is a it's a news site in Florida, but it's this been all over uh, other media and people have called these people and talked to them. So apparently there was a, a COVID testing site in Bonita Springs, Florida. And it was just kind of a pop-up thing on the side of the road. You know, they put the little plastic signs on the road like, hey, do you need a COVID test? Pull over here, right? Well, people would sh- would, would show up. Uh, this family of uh, five were on a trip for something else. And um, they're just like, hey, let's go ahead and get tested just to be sure so we don't take it you know, yeah. down the road. And so they get in. They fill out their paperwork. They're waiting in line to get tested. And while they're waiting in line to get tested, you know, they've already submitted their paperwork. They all get an email and say they've tested negative. And then, like, everybody up and down the, the line was like, bing, ding, ding. It was almost like, you know, it would be great if you could hear, like, all the, the dings for all the emails. But, they like, nobody had been tested yet. And they just sent out everybody was a test that was negative. And, like, I know there are places out there that just have a handshake agreement. Like, you come to us, you're going to test negative no matter fucking what. That way you can go back to your job or go to that concert, whatever you have to do. But, like, the fact that they hadn't even been tested, and it's like a mom and a dad and some kids. And they were pissed. They are like, oh, this is yeah. horseshit, you know? It's like, so that shit's happening. But that's funny. You gotta at least wait. Gotta wait a little bit, guys. Gotta be better yeah. than that. No, it's, yeah, like our, our I, I can't, like, yeah, so for, like for my company, I mean, they, they basically just have, this is how it should be anyway, they should have, they basically are just like, okay, if you're sick, stay home, you disgusting bag of disease. I don't want right, any yeah. office. Like, unless, the, unless you just, like, you know, because, you know, I, I work in supply line stuff. 90% of my job is calling people on the phone and sending purchase order PDFs right. via email. Like, I don't have to, I don't have to physically be there unless we're doing like inventory count, which is only once a quarter, like that kind of shit. Um, so they don't give a fuck. And I, so I'm very fortunate in that. And, you know, but it is nice. Like we had, uh, we it has burned through our company pretty hard. We've been short staffed for the last couple of weeks just because people have been in and out with it. Um, this a is lot how- of them have just been working from home. But right. because they're like, yeah, I have COVID, but I feel fine, so I'm going to stay home and I'm going to work. But like, you know, and a lot of them have been getting tested, so they have a, a negative test, you know, on their email. So when they come in, people are nervous, like, no, look, you know, I'm I'm good. But yeah, and I get that. I get that. It's yeah, it's yeah. I, I I'm the same way. Like the like for being a research physicist, there are, there are there's so much stuff that I can do from home. Actually, so much stuff I promised myself I would do weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like that pile of things I never got to. But there are, unfortunately, about seventy five percent of my job I got to be in a lab with my little hands on stuff, and uh, that's the thing. And but no, it, but if I were to get if I were to feel bad at all. I would just not go in and nobody would say boo or shit. I would send a couple of emails out and they'd be like, Hey, take, 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 take 10 days, do whatever you gotta do until you're better. Um, they know my wife's a, an RN and actually Rachel was kind of worried when we went to Florida because she felt like shit the day before we left. Yeah. And so I tried to get a, I tried to get a test here, no tests available. Um, but, uh, like the day before we flew out, she was like, all right, it was just allergies. Like I feel fine. And I was like, all right, you know, she was, you know, but you know, she was worried that we would take COVID to kill to Florida and kill Dad, and I was like, "It's fine." He never expected to live this long anyway. That's what he keeps telling us. I know. Yeah. All right. Yeah, now, that shit cracks me up. I, uh, I've got. Well, multiple... it cracks me up how how much his wife hates him saying that. Yeah, well, that's part of why he says it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it amuses him. Yeah. Uh, to piss her off. Uh, the uh, one of my favorite is I've got buddies who will go on like these like 
<laughs> like four day drinking vendors. Like I got four days off of work. I'm going to be drunk the whole time. And then the day they have to go back, they're like, man, I don't feel so good. I might have COVID. I'm like, are you sure it's COVID? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you drank a fifth of vodka a day for the last four days. Yeah. yeah. It's like when you go on a trip with your buddies, you know, like uh, I think the guys from Chappas Trap House said this the best. Like they went to, they went to go, they did the RNC from like, I want to say it's like 2000. Fuck, it must have been 2017 or 18. Like, Trump Man, was- I, I, you know me. I'm real hit or miss on those guys. Um, I don't think they're as funny as they think they are or a lot of their fans do. Right. And they really get under my skin. But they've got that one episode where they talked about going to the RNC and they dropped acid. Oh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Almost fucking peeing myself. Oh, it yeah. was so funny. I've, I, like, the one where they, like, that's, yeah, that's the one where they win. Like, they, like, um, Matt Crispin talks about how he's like, yeah, I was, I was in it. I was in the fear, like, uh, Hunter S. Thompson talks about it. People would walk up to me and their faces would come in focus for a couple seconds and they would melt away. And I felt like everybody was going to bite me. Like, <laughs> try to bite me like a piranha. And he, like, you know, and like, and then they went to, uh, they went to, um, a press conference with Laura Loomer and Jacob Wall, and he was like, "Yeah, so we're here sitting there trying to ask him questions, like real journalists." Matt Matt Crispin tripping his balls off on acid is laughing right in their face, like really loud. Like on other on other news programs, you could hear Matt Crispin laughing in their faces. You know, it's like it was, no, I've listened to that a hundred times. It's, it's it's insane. But when they went on that trip, he was like, "Yeah, like." You know, like I love, I love, I love squatting up with the boys and going on a road trip. But when you get back, you feel like shit because you eat like dog shit. You don't sleep right. You're always out drinking. I was like, how did you just describe every trip I've ever taken? Well, I mean, what's the point of taking the trip if you're not doing all those things? Right. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, speaking of, uh, um, that's a nice segue. If we're going to talk about C- uh, CPAC and right wing assholes. Have you heard the new right-wing um, asshat theory that if you are white, you don't get monoclonal antibodies, but you do if you are black? No. Okay. So, on January 10th, let's see, oh, I don't need this up in two windows. On January 10th, Tucker Carlson did a segment where he apparently showed some guy named Harrison. Um, his Twitter handle is Harrison underscore of underscore Texas. Uh, and he says that he went in to get, um, now, I'm going to share my screen here so Shay can see see this works to hit play. Um, if I can figure out how this works. This is the first time using Zoom, everybody. There we go. All right. It's um, like you've said a million times before, man. I can't count that. You know, I'll be watching like some high cable, high end cable news network, and they're talking to somebody on. Oh you know, yeah, some, yeah. Some high end defense advisor for the president, and he's got fucking Zoom muted. They're yeah. like, oh, you're muted, dude. You're muted. And, then, <laughs> and then they got to tell. Then they got to tell. It's down. It's down the corner. It's down. Okay. There you go. There you go. Um, all right. So on the tenth, uh, Tucker Carlson um, did, and Shay's looking at my screen right now. The the segment is called Race Based Care, and this guy named Harrison, uh, his Twitter handle is Harrison underscore of underscore Texas, goes in to get antibody treatments in Texas, and he's not given them because he is white. I'm gonna play this video for it. This is happening everywhere, even in places you would never expect it to happen. Watch as this man talks to an employee at a Texas medical facility to find out exactly what their policies are. So I'm not going to be able to get it today because I don't qualify. Yeah. All right, Shay. Uh, I want to. Sh- I want to. I'm, I'm pausing this so Shay can see this. Uh, the title, the screen only shows Tucker Carlson's banner up at the top. It says Harrison underscore of Texas underscore whatever, and it gives you future news dot news. That's where. You know, Har- Harrison personally works for. He's a he's a news guy. Okay, keep that in mind, Shay. What if I what if I like smoke and vape? I heard that was a no. no. Okay. 
But if I were black and Hispanic, then I'd be able to qualify? Okay, I'm being <laughs> denied medical service because of my race. Is that... So you can't get life-saving drugs from the government of Texas if you're the wrong color. Think about that. We reached out to the Texas Department of Health about this back in November, and they denied allocating any health care on the basis of race. But, of course, they were lying. The North Central Texas COVID-19 Regional Infusion Center was created by the Texas Department of Health. Last year, the Infusion Center's website, which says it's state-funded, featured an information sheet that explicitly listed race as an eligibility factor for getting antibody therapy. That's what you just saw there, someone being denied medical treatment because he's the wrong color without even assessing the relative health risks involved. The website maintained by the Tarrant County, Texas, by the County of Tarrant County in Texas, explains that being non- I'm pausing. I think this is Tucker's first read through this. Yep. He, he is, he's, this is not information he's familiar with, but, but you know, I, I digress. White automatically makes you eligible for treatments. So this is still happening on a wide scale. The question is, why are Americans putting up with this? It's immoral. We're used to hearing that your kids can't get into a certain school if they're the wrong color or get a certain job if they don't have the right appearance. And apparently we've accepted that. The only sin is complaining about it. That makes you a monster. But denying health care to American citizens because of their race? That is too much. Actually, it's terrifying. Oh, yes, it is, Tucker. Okay, so that's Tucker Carlson saying that now we now have race-based care. Now, Shay, would you be uh, surprised if I told you that this Harrison underscore of Harrison underscore Texas was an InfoWars employee? <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yes, uh, Harrison, as in Harrison Smith, is an InfoWars employee. He is the host of the American Journal, which is the three-hour show that leads into Alex Jones's show on InfoWars. Excuse me. This uh, this um, this clip that you saw of him going all. So if I'm not Hispanic, if I'm not black, I don't get it. That was a video that was that was originally shown on um, Infowars in November of 2020, and it didn't get any traction because it was an in-house thing. Like Alex Jones is showing it, and it's like, hey, our guy, our guy, the guy I pay money to, went and tried to get his, and now I got them to say that it's you know he will only get it if he's black or Hispanic. But they knew it wouldn't get any traction. So then Tucker Carlson fucking covers it. And like I said before, when you looked at it, there was that uh, uh, future dot, what was that? Future news dot news, right, Shay? Yeah. Now, if you look at my screen, if I type in future news dot. Oh, shit, I can't type news. It's because I'm watching. I know. Where does this go, Shay? Where does this redirect to? Band.video. Oh, InfoWars. Alex hey. Jones's video um, um, video correspondence thing. It's this is the now future news not new future news dot news, excuse me. Is one of the many URLs that they create every couple months when their shit gets banned. Um, so all of this redirects back to uh, band.video, which is Alex Jones and InfoWars' uh, video compilation. Now, if I go down here, or if I shake and watch me, if I just go up into the uh, search bar and I type Harrison Smith. Oops. Yeah, I spelled that right. Now, what's the first What's the, uh, What's the the first link here, Shay? Harrison uh, Smith. Uh, yeah. How, Harrison Smith. How is denied medical treatment because of my race? Yes. Yeah, so that was a... That was a um, God, this website sucks. 
Yeah. How how is the dyed medical treatment? So yeah, this is a video from Infowars back in the day. Now, uh, Shay, can you tell me if you saw anything about Infowars on that video that I showed you? No. Yeah, so Tucker Carlson, knowing this was a video from fucking Infowars, cropped out the I, the the Chiron at the bottom said Infowars and just played it as if it was some fucking dude that got denied monoclonal, monoclonal antibodies because he was white and not black or Hispanic. They also edit off the back end of that video where the doctor comes in and says, yeah, you're not getting these because you don't have any underlying health conditions that would make COVID kill you. Like, if you were older, if you smoked, if you were, you know, had high blood pressure, any of these things that are usually associated with people that are Hispanic or black, you would get ana uh, monoclonal antibodies. I can't say that word. So, yeah, the whole fucking thing is horseshit, and they know it, and they just put it out there. So, that's the new thing. So, if anybody tells you that if uh, if you see any, any videos anywhere that says, yeah, I can't get the right COVID treatments because I'm white, just just know that's where that shit comes from. I will never. You're the one that goes into the belly of the beast on that one, but I'm never going to see that shit because I don't. I don't even. I don't go far enough down those holes to see it. Yeah. Well, it's just. It's just another example that nothing that Tucker Carlson or Alex Jones ever says means anything. Yeah. Because sure. w- with the slightest type of with the slightest little dip into the the interwebs, you can figure out it's complete horseshit. Now, Tucker Carlson is better at doing the the waving of the hands and changing, like, he will put up a report, and then he will just talk about what the report says, and it's not what's in the report. Um, so you have to go back and read the report yourself. Alex Jones doesn't even go that far. Like, Alex Jones just puts up a headline, and then he'll tell you a story about what the headline means, and it makes no fucking connection to the story whatsoever. And my favorite thing that Alex Jones does is he uses a headline from his own website that they made up to tell a different story. That's like that's like a turducken of bullshit there. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't... Yeah, Whenever somebody tells me that, you know, Tucker Carlson's the most watched news at night, I'm like, he might be the most watched, but he ain't fucking news. I ain't fucking news. All right. Um, so, would you like to talk about voter fraud? Sure. Well, guess what we found, son? Um, now I know you're kind of, I got another video for you. Uh, I know you're kind, uh, you know, you don't pay attention to the news as much as I do because it probably makes you mad and it should, but, um, uh, okay. I lost my outline here. Okay. So we know that between the November 3rd election and actually kind of when it was called on the 7th. So remember that was a Tuesday we had the election. We didn't call it till the seventh because of it took a, some while to count all the votes. That was a Saturday, from that November seventh to uh, when the votes were supposed to be um, certified. That's the word I'm looking for, not rectified. Certified on January twentieth, there were all of these state GOP activists that were like, you know what, Donald Trump won our state. Don't care what the vote said. There were some shenanigans, so. We're going to act like he won the states. So we're going to send our own fucking electors to the state capitol. I do. <laughs> and then they wouldn't get, they wouldn't let him in. I remember the video of them like coming up to the door. The security guards just like, no. Nah. Oh, would you like, like to see it? Yeah, that one. Yeah, I've, no, I've yeah, seen it. 
nah, nah, we're not doing that. No, nope, yeah. sorry. <laughs> so, so this video oh, he's got a diet Dr Pepper though. Anyway, I know. So this video is from Michigan, where um, the video starts, and there's like a, a weed whacker sound in the middle in the beginning of it. That is completely like something that drove by. I don't know what's going on there, but what we're we're gonna play. I don't know about a minute and a half of this video. And what it is is the Republican electors, um, state legislators from uh, Michigan. Uh, sat down and decided they were going to just go into the electoral process um, and say that Donald Trump won the election. He did not win the election in Michigan. They literally wanted to cast fraudulent votes for him for the Electoral College. And they're met by the um, security captain of the, you know, the the uh, state senate house, whatever, um, yeah. security guy. And he's like, he stops at the door. He's like, hey, fuckers, you're not coming in. And they just, they like plead with him for a little bit. He's like, everybody who's official here is already here. So let's listen to this. I don't know what that sound is. So you're telling us we can't answer? Yeah. He's like, I'm not saying shit on the record. You're just not getting in. Now this 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 guard will step out and explain himself. What I said was, for the Capitol Commission, for the governor's office, for the Speaker of the House, for the Speaker of the Senate, the Capitol is closed unless you have an office here to conduct business today or if you are taking part in the electoral college process. Anybody else is not permitted to come in. They are here to The electors are already here. They've been checked in. We are also electors. All 16 electors that we've been advised by the governor's staff that we're going to be here to vote in the electoral college have been checked in. They're already here. But these are the rest of the electors. I understand. These are the GOP electors. And he goes, I understand. Like, he doesn't argue with them. He just keeps saying, yeah, cool, whatever. It, it, I, you know, and that's why I could never have a job like that. Because I'm oh. like, ma'am, you are so full of shit. Get out. And I would it'd just be, shut the door in their face. It'd be taser, 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 oh, taser. Taste, 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 taste. Yeah, dude. I don't know who this guy is. So the the woman who's initially talking to him, she turns to a gentleman in a tan suit. I, I want to say he's one of the the, the Republican um, state senators. Hey, you can't or, wear a tan suit. They crucified Obama. Uh, exactly. Well, it might not. I, I, okay, I take that back. I think that's a tan overcoat. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Sorry, guys. But what, Put down your but, torches. But they bring this guy up as if he's supposed to settle it, and he gets nowhere. The electors are also, the, the GOP electors are also on the governor's okay. certificate of ascertainment. Right, I'm not going to get into a political debate. I'm following so orders. political debate. Okay. It's the official sealed document. Okay. The certificate of ascertainment has also the GOP electors. They are All right. Did you hear what he just said there, Shay? The, the official sealed document. Let's, let's go back just a little bit. He walks up and he says, the official sealed document or whatever, blah, 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 the, of the GOP electors. Captain. Uh, the electors are also, the, the GOP electors are also on the governor's okay. certificate of ascertainment. I'm not going to get into a political debate. I'm following orders. It's a political debate. Okay. It's the official sealed document. Okay. The certificate of ascertainment has also the GOP I would just love for this guy to be like, you're all crazy. This is not how this works. You have a nice day. And they just shut yeah. the door. So basically what, what this this gentleman in, in the tan overcoat, I don't know who he is. I could, I, could, I, could, I could figure that out. I don't really care. But basically he's saying, hey, we have a document. It's got a stamp on it. It's got a seal on it. We all signed it. It's official. Um, that's the fun part, Shay. That's the, the actual fucking voter fraud that nobody wants to talk about. So, um, we just played that video. So, what we have come up with now, and we kind of knew this for a couple months now, but legislators, GP legislators in several st several states, uh, Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, New Mexico, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, they all um, certified electoral votes for Donald Trump and then sent them, 
uh, documents show that they sent them to the um, oh, what the fuck is this place called? Um, Capitol Building. Oh damn it! I America right. Earth. Oh, National Archives. I, I had it in my oh, notes. Okay. I was like, so, so they, yeah, so they certified. They all wrote down that they were going to vote for Donald Trump. They certified it. They put the official steal of the state on it, and then they sent it to. Then, then several of those states sent these fake certifications to the National Archives. So they literally committed voter fucking fraud. They signed their names to it. All of those um, documents are out there. The really funny thing is, not only do we have like. The depending on how many how many electoral college votes the state has, so it's like you know, so like eight or thirteen, you know, depending on you know. But the the electors have to sign it, so you have their signatures signing a fake document, and they stamp put the official seal on it. So that's that's fraud. Then they send it off to the national archives. The funny thing is, is that uh, just to be clear, not all of them were sent off to the national archives. Some of some of the I, I, I can't find exactly how many, but I think it's five. Five of those seven I just said were sent off to the national archive. Um, the funny thing is, is that all the paperwork is very similar. Some of them are just copy and paste. It's like they just changed the name of the states and who the electors were. So now the January 6th committee, now that we've actually found some fucking voter fraud, is looking into if this uh, shows a larger scope of co- uh, cooperation and coordination between the people that, you know, not necessarily the people that like stormed the Capitol on the 6th, but the people who are like, hey, let's just kick this to the Supreme Court because we know the Supreme Court's on our side. How about everybody just say Donald Trump won the election? We'll take it to the Supreme Court. And we already have, like, the there was a PDF that was sent to um, Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows. It was like, this is how we fucking do this. And then we already have, you know, we know that there's a bunch of um, tweets that have been released where it's like, you know, um, I know, I know, I know uh, former Secretary of, uh, in, Secretary of the Energy, yeah, Department of Energy. Um, Steve Perry was like, I didn't send out that that text, but the text said like, Hey, here's a really aggressive thing. Why don't we just say that none of the um, electoral votes from any of the states that are anywhere close count, and we will just kick it to the Supreme Court? Like that was like the fucking eighth or something of January, like right after it was called. So the question now, which the January sixth committee is going to have to sort through, is how connected and how coordinated was all this? Like, is there paperwork that says that, like, somebody in the Trump White House was like, hey, guys, I'm going to photocopy you some things. Just fill in the blanks, and we will take an election. Will we get there? I don't know. But there seems to be more connection with these jackasses than than previously thought because they all had the same paperwork, and they all tried to do the same thing with it. And, um, yeah, so there's your election fraud, Shay. Uh, I guess uh, if, Don, if you're listening to this, we can stop waiting for it because we found it. I'm out of here. Ah. Mm. Oh, beverages. Beverages. I know, but I like. I was watching that. I was watching the story unfold. Apparently, the, this these paper this paperwork was out there for a while, but now apparently the January sixth committee has it, and they're like, "Oh, this looks really fucking familiar and similar." And they're actually going to look into it. So I think that's funny. Funnier than shit. And those people just getting like stonewalled outside of their own um, Senate building. It never doesn't get funny. That is good. I enjoy it. All right. Um, let's take a quick break so I can get a little bit more beer. I only have a couple more things I want to cover. Um, believe it or not, Shay, Alex Jones might be in some more trouble. I know that's shocking. Yep. I know that's shocking. But, and, uh, 
my favorite entrepreneur and yours, Elizabeth Holmes, is going to go to jail. And I want to talk uh, about that. Is that the Theranos lady? That's the Theranos lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's proper fucked, and I'm here for it. Yeah, she sucks. <laughs> yeah. So let's take a quick break. I will let Jim pee, and I'll grab some beer, and we'll be right back. All right. Megatron must be stopped, no matter the cost. You got the touch. You got the All right, everybody, we're back, and you heard some Transformer sounds of Optimus Prime stopping Megatron at all costs. Uh, we were um, we were talking about stupid shit, and um, we need to keep stop talking about stupid shit. And that, of course, leads to Alex Jones and his stupid shit. Um, uh, we talked about just before we walked away to get some more beers and stuff. Oh, uh, Shay, for the record, I did not have to let Jim out. He is still knocked the fuck out in front of the heater in my office. He's not going anywhere. Uh, I asked Ripley if she wanted to go outside, and she like her ears perked up. She got off the couch. Uh, she's been sleeping on my clean pile of clothes, by the way, so that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then she stretched, and then got on my bed, went back to sleep. So I guess that's a no. Gotta love them. Gotta love them when they do that shit. Sometimes but, she goes so long without using the bathroom because I can't get her out of the bed that I'm worried she's going to die. Like. It's like, I went to sleep at midnight, you didn't pee then, yeah, I slept till 11.30, got up, putted around for two hours, and you still will not go outside. <laughs> it's impressive sometimes. I mean, they, like, Jim will scratch at the door of our bedroom if he's got to go pee. Yeah. And so that's, you know, he, he might do it at 6 in the morning, he might do it at 7. But, uh, yeah, I see her, she's just, uh, just, just dead. Yep. I like it when I'm laying on the couch, or we're just sitting on the couch watching a show. And Jim is so asleep, I, like, look at him. He's like, breathe, motherfucker. Oh, that's yeah. – and he's old. So, yeah. like – Jim. Jim's an older yeah. an older puppy. So, like, so, it is not unrealistic to think he just dies in his sleep. Just zonks out. Like, and like, uh, and yeah. just never wakes up, which in a lot – you know, super sad. That's the way I'd want to go. Exactly. Like, but I've, I've done that, too. I remember when – especially when Roland was sick uh, and, and, you know, he was getting toward the end of his run, he'd, like, stop breathing in his sleep, and I'd be like, uh-oh, this is it. And then he'd, like – fart or something i'm like oh okay yeah 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 like I'll, I'll look at jim and i'm like jim and like he'll open one eye and be like what i'm like all right cool we're good <laughs> now the, the other side of that coin is back when they when we had both pam and jim and i've heard both. you stop breathing in your sleep a few times oh yeah 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 that's the way i want to go um but uh when they were little they would sleep in the bed with us they would jump up and down all night long from the bed they would jump down and then have us pick them up, jump down, have us pick them up. So there were, like, nights where they would keep us up. Like, one of them, my favorite was, like, they kept us up all Friday night. And then I'm at home on Saturday, and they're just going to sleep on the couch all day? Oh, God, no. Every time I walked through the living room, I flicked them both in the head and woke them up. <laughs> yeah. Like little they, dicks? They, they may not know why you're doing it, but I know why I'm doing <laughs> yeah, it. Dicks. All right, speaking of dicks, Alex Jones has got some problems. Woo! Um, Shay, you may or may not have seen that one of the, um, what I would like to call Alex Jones lackeys, uh, was arrested for sedition on Thursday. Uh, uh, no. A man named Stuart Rhodes. Now, what I would like you to do right now while I'm talking is to Google Stuart Rose and get a good picture of him because while I don't think it's fair to make fun of people's appearances, Alex Jones does it all the time, so I'm going to do it. Is it Rose or Rhodes? 
Rhodes. Like drive on a R-H-O-D. Like drive on the Stuart Rhodes. There he is. Uh, He's got an eye patch. Yeah. So Stuart Rhodes generally presents himself as Ah, a... Of course he's got a goatee. Man, uh, guys like this have ruined having a goatee. I just want to throw that out there. (laughs) Okay, I I agree. I agree. Like, I I Um, look pretty decent with a goatee. I mean, of course I have a beard. I look better with a beard. Everybody looks better with a beard. But like, well, I mean, except like my girlfriend. Well, also, also, um, for anybody who does not know who Stuart Rhodes is, he is a constant InfoWars guest. He's been on for years. Um, he, uh, Alex Jones builds him as a constitutional lawyer, uh, who is Harvard educated. Uh, wait, he's, he's not a, the founder of the Oath Keepers, is he? He is the founder ah, of the Oath Keepers. Ah, that's where I know him from. Okay. Yes. I did know this. I, I had read this. I just didn't know right. it was the one. In the, yeah. Okay. So Stuart Ridge is the founder of the Oath Keepers, a far right patriot anti-government group that is considered by the Southern Poverty Law Center, the people who keep track of this shit as a hate group. He, when he goes on Infowars, he's constantly been on Infowars, and Alex Jones bills him as a Harvard-educated constitutional lawyer. Um, he did go to Harvard. He does have a law degree, but he's been disbarred for being an a- absolute asshole. So he's disbarred. You know how he um, lost his eye? Uh, he lo- Okay, so he is a veteran. He he is a veteran. Uh, a lot of the uh, Oath Keepers, um, I think it's something like 10 This says he dropped a loaded pistol and lost his yes. eye. He shot himself in the face. That's ridiculous. So, so when he's on Alex Jones' show, he's he's pretend he he is a para he he was he is a veteran. He was a um, army paratrooper. Um, he was uh, honorably discharged through an accident during a training exercise. He hurt himself during a training exercise. So, you know, no, no harm, no foul in that. No, no, uh, no shade in that game. But he wears an eye patch, and it's heavily insinuated on Infowars that he lost his eye in combat. And like you were just saying, he lost his eye by shooting himself in the face. Uh, he dropped a loaded weapon that went off and shot him in the face. Um, the same the same way that the Alex Jones talks about him being a constitutional law expert. Like, yeah, he went to law school at Harvard. And it's nothing to sneeze at, but he's fucking disbarred for being a jackass. Yeah. And um, if anybody wants to uh, Google a picture of him, he, as Shay said, fucks up having a goatee for the rest of us. And also he just rocks that scraggly beard. And I don't know what – Shay and I both have shaved heads, okay, because uh, hair is for chumps and ladies. But um, he – I don't know what the hell you call that little splotch of hair right on the top of it. Like the exact crown of his head, he has like a little circle of hair, and I don't know what the hell you call that. But he's got that rocking, and he just looks like a man who is not well and not well-adjusted. And he has been um, – Arrested and charged with sedition. He uh, he and uh, um, ten other people, so eleven people were charged with him. Um, sedition is um, an act of violence and or the challenging of the you know authority of the state. He he and his com- um, compadres are the first people to be um, charged with sedition. Um, if you're listening to this, you might have heard, uh, especially right wing people say like, oh, if it was such a, you know, if, it was, if we were storming the Capitol, taking the government, why has nobody charged with sedition? Eh, it might be because the uh, legal system takes a while and they had to gather, gather evidence and bada bing, bada boom is what you get. Um, so, uh, yes, so that happened. Long time uh, lackey of Alex Jones. Alex Jones learned about this. He acted like he learned about this on the air and I'm. Uh, me and the the dudes from Knowledge Fight are almost positive that he knew about it beforehand because he was very calm about it. But I believe Alex Jones is also um, quietly shitting his pants because 
he knows that he has spent years talking to Stuart Rhodes about shit just like this, um, hoping that he would never have to answer for it on um, camera or in front of um, Congress or any type of legal body. Uh, for those of you not in the know, Alex Jones has been subpoenaed by the January 6th Select Committee. He has... I don't... Th- oh, shit. I think he was supposed to appear today. That's the last date I heard, but he, he was going to appear and just plead the fifth. Yeah. Because, you know, he was just... He's a dick. Um, after hearing about Stuart Rhodes being um, indicted and uh, arrested, Alex Jones released this video. Um, Shay can see my screen. Sure can. Um, before we start, I would like to say that Alex Jones needs to buy his bigger shirts. Alex Jones is not a small man. And again, I don't like to attack people's, um, you know, ad hominem attacks of their appearance. But Alex Jones does this all the goddamn time. So I feel okay doing this. One of Alex Jones's favorite things to do is attack um, Stelter. Uh, God, what is that guy's name? It's not Robert Stelter. Stelter. The CNN host. Um, shit, move. Stelter. I'm trying to Brian Stelter. Okay. He and and Shay, you can see my you can see my screen right now. So this is a picture of Brian Stelter. Um Alex Jones. All right. Like okay. In Alex, Alex Jones defense. He's kind of goofy, goofy looking. looking. Yeah, it's a goofy looking picture. He's yeah. Goofy looking dude. Okay, goofy looking dude. He's bald, he's got a got a big grin, he's got a bald, you know. But what Alex Jones will say and excuse me one moment. <coughs> so anyway, like you know, I'm not saying he's a pedophile, but I'm just saying if I was going to cast somebody in a movie to, like, rape kids and then drink their blood for fun, I'd, ca- I'd, I'd cast Brian Seltzer. And he says that all the time because he knows if he calls somebody a pedophile again, he's going to get the absolute fuck suit out of him. <laughs> yeah. So he's constantly making fun of people's appearances that they are not, are not pedophiles based on their appearance. So I feel... Perfectly fine saying that Alex Jones needs to go up a size in his shirts because he can't button, he can't even button the second top button here because he's too fat. Um, but Shay, this is the video Alex Jones put out um, after he learned that Stuart Rhodes was um, indicted. Now, just to be clear, Alex Jones hosts two shows on his um, uh, InfoWars network that have the word war in them. Mm-hmm. There's InfoWars and then there's the War Room after his show. And here he calls for peace. We've asked, why isn't Ray Epps being arrested? And that's really what's happening here. Let me restart this. We need to talk about Ray Epps after this. There's not much to say other than he's the new boogeyman of, uh, you know, of the right. And he's he's the one that did, you know, 9-11 and, and January 6th, whatever. But Ray Epps is their new boogeyman. So here you go. We've asked, why isn't Ray Epps being arrested? And that's really what's happening here. Stuart Rhodes has been indicted for doing absolutely nothing and not calling for breaching the Capitol to cover up for Ray Epps because Senator Ted Cruz and others brought it up in Congress as one of the top trending stories on Google and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Uh, And so we have hundreds of people still in solitary confinement. We have political prisoners. We have the whole system running on domestic terrorism in 2022 and the elections coming up and, and the left trying to cause a new civil war in their own words. This is crazy. We need peace. We need to come together, and we need to not have a civil war in America. Huh. 
Yeah, so that's Alex Jones wanting peace in America after he um, led the charge on the Capitol for the Capitol rioters until he saw shit going sideways, and then he said, "Hey, we should not do this." If you actually, and what's funny is the um, that Infowars um, episode is still up. Like you can Google that Infowars episode where um, Harrison Smith, who we talked about before today, because he's a jackass was covering for Alex saying, this is the Patriots. We're doing this. This is an Antifa. This is us. And Alex Jones on the ground, knowing shit was going side of was like, oh, yeah, I think it's Antifa. No, definitely Antifa. Yeah, Antifa. But um, actually, the fun part is that in the indictment uh, that... Actually, the, the whole indictment of Stuart Rose blows that whole idea up because Stuart Rose and Oath Keepers um, were texting back and forth, talking about this is our, this is our Lexington, this is our Concord. Um, the thing that they don't that they really didn't want out was that they discussed that, and this is the thing that if if you have a, a, a all caps uncle that you had to have Thanksgiving with, um, they said that there were no weapons found at the Capitol riot. That's absolutely horseshit. People had guns, they had knives, they had staffs, they had bats, they had tasers. Ah um, oh, hell, that guy that fucking sat at Nancy Pelosi's desk on TV had a fucking stun baton on, didn't he? Yeah, cattle prod. Yeah, cattle prod. Cattle yeah. Prod. Yeah, and some you know what the judge is, Shay, right? Uh, yeah, it's the mom has one of those. Yeah, our mother has a judge. Uh, for those of you not in the know and not rednecks like us, the judge is a is a five shot result revolver, I believe. Um, it uh the shells are four ten shells, so it's a uh, sh- uh basically a shotgun revolver. Yeah, it'll it'll of- fire uh it'll fire a forty five Colt or a four ten shot shell. So how many um, rounds is it? Five, or uh, five shot, five yeah. shot. That's what so I it's basically a very point and click interface with it'll take two different types of ammo. And they're, they're actually I kind of want one. They're pretty cool. Oh, I'm going to get one. Don't get me wrong. Hey, we're going to shit on this gun because it's silly, but we're going to get them. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's basically for anybody who like just is going to need to blast somebody uh, walking in their front door and they don't need to aim that well. But somebody had one of those that, that was taken from Taurus somebody makes that was it. that's right okay anyway yeah. go ahead this is a Taurus judge yep. one of those was found on on a rider okay like they brought the goddamn judge but so anybody wants to say that there were no weapons there one of the things that was uh, that was uh, discussed in this indictment was the oath keepers plan was to lead the quote unquote mob the masses into the capital secure the capital and their plan was then to hold the capital until the um, until uh, until night, uh, assuming night. That their plan in their text were that after they had secured the capital, they were then going to use what they called rapid response teams. They had caches of weapons outside of D.C. You're not going to get weapons into D.C. this day, so they had caches of weapons and people outside of D.C. Once the capital was secure, they were going to then bring the weapons and people into the capital to secure it for the long haul and to stop the election. Assuming they were going to do that at night, they were going to bring the weapons and more people in at night. That was all in their text messages and their signal chats. So I don't know who gave up their signal chat, but you cannot subpoena that shit, right, Jay? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Yeah. So when anybody says there were well, no you weapons, well, no, you can well no you you could subpoena it, and that well, because that would mean that the the user has to give it to you, right? But well, you, you can't can subpoena signal. I don't yeah. think Signal has, has. Do you know that Signal has given up their? I don't think so. Has, but they, yeah. they, it's, the point is, it's encrypted, and somebody who is part of that text chain would have to willingly give you that information. There you you can't just exactly. get That's it. That's what I was saying. Like yeah. even if even if they gave, oh, even if the company that like, because like for instance, like uh, with Signal, 
and all that shit like even signal can't read your text messages they don't they that's the whole fucking point so somebody who was actually sending or receiving these text messages has given their phone and said please don't send me to jail here you go right so somebody who is not Stuart rose is 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 um collaborating with the federal government and so if anybody told you there was not weapons in dc one that's a lie two the Oath Keepers had weapons and people outside of D.C. ready to bring them into D.C. when they had control of the Capitol. And their plan apparently was to hold it until night, like hold it throughout the night and then solidify their their um, their position. Uh, you know, uh, well, first of all, that's insane. Well, it is insane. But I saw of, a lot of the guys of, that stormed the Capitol. Like, I'm not really sure what those guys were going to do when the federal government starts rolling in actual tr- actual National Guard. Cause they can't technically they can't use the army or the military. So that's the what, National Guard. Exactly. Um, no, Shay is very. Correct. The National Guard uh, has tanks. Let's be clear. The Nash. Okay. Uh, let's take two steps back. Um, constitutionally speaking, you cannot deploy the army or any of our armed forces against. Um, Citizens of the United States, you can in the uh, instance of a insurrection or some other definitional bullshit that I can't think of right now, can deploy the National Guard. <clears throat> Shay is also correct. The National Guard has fucking tanks and Apache helicopters. That's because we deploy those fuckers all over the place now. Um, and I don't think that's I I, I personally don't think that's the um, should be the job of the National Guard. I think no. the National Guard should be here to defend the nation, but. Uh, we have escalated the um, war powers and whatnot so that we have deployed the National Guard to uh, war theaters in other countries. That's a whole other fucking podcast. I don't want to get into that. Uh, read uh, Rachel Maddow's book, Adrift. Uh, um, but, no, the National Guard would have been deployed to rouse these guys out of the capital, and they would have murderized them uh, in in um, no time whatsoever. Um, the thing that really tipped people off the, that the guys that were going into the Capitol were, were um, coordinating this um, and tipped people off. The, the, you look at pe- people like Stuart Rose, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Stuart Rose and the Oath Keepers was they did a stack formation to get into the Capitol. Have you seen, you've seen that video? I don't know. If you, there were there were there were three there were three really good videos where somebody from a distance watched members of the Oath Keepers do what they call a stack formation where Everybody's in line, and you're holding the you're holding the, the the collar of the guy in front of you, and it's a standard military formation to get through a crowd or get to a, a position that you're gonna then breach. So you gotta stay in a clump, you stay together, you don't get separated, and then once you get to the door, then you breach the door and you go in and, and you know do your thing. Um, there were two different groups doing that during the um, January 6th riot. Um, they were very clearly filmed. It was very, very obvious. A lot of them had Oath Keeper shit on, so it was like just red flag who the fucking look at. Um, but yeah, so that's a uh, that's a fucking thing. And Alex Jones is probably shitting his pants because he he's given Stuart Rose a platform for years now. But the day he was in, I'm sorry, the day after he was indicted, he did nothing but shit on him for being like an un uh, you know a unhinged wing bat. It mm-hmm. was it was great. It was like great. Like, he had that guy all the time talking about, yeah, whenever you're ready to rise up, I'm there with you, Stuart. And Stuart's like, yeah, we're going to do it. And now he's like, you know, that guy's, that guy's kind of fucked up. I don't, I don't like him. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan. Like, God damn it, Alex, you're so bad at this. But. I mean, honestly, part of me, I, I, I know I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the guys that get busted and have to go to jail, they, like, 
at some point he's had a conversation with these dudes and said like you know if you get arrested i'm gonna have to say some shit about you because i you know that's my money and they're like okay I don't think Alex Jones has that much much wherewithal because much of the things he says, like right now, Alex Jones is all anti-vax. And that was not what he was doing two years ago. Yeah. It was all Hillary Clinton is going to make you have sex with kids. You know, so like every other word out of his mouth is really just riding the edge. Like he's just on the borderline. He doesn't know what's going to happen next. He's just he's just fucking blathering on. I just don't think he has the wherewithal. I think everybody everybody that's ever dealt with Alex Jones, if you didn't know he was going to say shit like that about you the second you got fucking arrested, you're an idiot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, but no, I can't wait. I mean, I mean, Alex Jones has got his, excuse me, has got his reckoning coming. The, the Sandy Hook parents are going to take a big wet chunk out of his ass. There was a um, Huffington Post article that says he made $165 million between 2015 and 2018. So if you extrapolate that from 2018 to, to, to now, you know, that's, you know, 300 and what, 310, uh, shit, 300, $330,000 uh, million. Just say that he gets 20% off the top. I think I, I did the math. It's like 35 million, 50 million or something like that, depending on what his, his, his um, percentages of profit are. That's just sitting there. Now he says he says a lot of lies about how much money it costs to run that place, but I mean, there's money there to just get scooped up. Like he's gonna get his ass just reamed by the Santa Cruz parents. So whether or not he goes to jail for January six is uh, right now. Actually, I take that back. Should be one of his main concerns. I mean, because if he has the money, he can pay it out. He can be poor and still free. It really sucked to be poor in a jail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true that's true <laughs> have those two hammers fall right at the same time and he'd be like well fuck yeah all right and speaking of assholes that are going to go to jail one of the things that have ha- that has happened in the last week um a a court proceeding in multiple podcasts that i've been following is that elizabeth holmes the founder and ceo of Than- uh, theranos theranos, theranos um, was found guilty of four of the eleven counts of fraud she was she was accused of from building a ten billion dollar company out of complete horseshit. Um, Elizabeth Holmes, known as the dropout, she was a uh, she started the company Theranos when she was like eighteen or nineteen after dropping out of Stanford. Oh, I've said this thing. once and I'll say it again. What she did was wrong. She's a piece of shit, but I respect the grift. That shit oh, yeah. no. cracks me up. The fact that there's like anytime I hear about one of these guys who makes billion or women in this case that makes billions of dollars by basically just be like, ah, trust me, trust me, I've got it. Don't worry about it. Just well, where's yeah. your proof? Ah, don't worry about it. Trust me. Ah. Part of that comes from the fact that she's from a wealthy family and runs in wealthy circles. Right. I would like to very much recommend the podcast, um, uh, the Dropout. Um, it's, uh, done by C, uh, CNBC, I believe. Um, but yeah, they go through all of it. Uh, Shay's correct. Like she came from a wealthy family that used to be much more wealthy than it is. She was brought up being told like how much influence her family used to have. And, um, her, the friends of the family were still very, uh, influential and wealthy. Um, even if it was, you know, kind of out of their scope at the time, you, I'm not saying she was like a pop or anything, but I'm saying like their family fortune had been 
much bigger in the past than it is now. But she had family friends that were like former Secretary of States, and she recruited all these. So when she dropped out of Stanford, she um, the, my my best my best like takeaway from all of this is is one of her Stanford professors. So she had taken a microbiology class, and she went to one of her professors and said, "Hey, I want to design a thing that's an implant you put in your arm, and it will monitor your blood um, chemistry, and then give you antibiotics when needed." And the professor says that won't work. And she's like, no, I think it'll work. She's like, no, you've had one fucking class of microbiology. You think this is a cool idea, but antibiotics aren't potent like that. Do you ever notice that when you get antibiotics in a hospital, it's a big fucking bag that hangs over your head? It's not something you can put in a little vial and implant in your arm. Yeah. And so from the word go, this lady was like, that won't work. And then she went out and got a patent for it. And she's like, that's great. There's also a patent for time machines. It still won't fucking work. You know? And so then she starts, um, Elizabeth Holmes idea was a small containing box that would do, I believe she at one point said it would do over 300 or 500 different blood tests from two drops of blood. Um, it was called the Edison machine. You, and it was supposed to replace what they call a venous draw where you actually stick the vein and take out a vial of blood. They said, cause you know, that's uncomfortable. People don't like to do it. Like I get that. So they developed this machine that would, do all those tests from just two drops of blood to the finger stick. Funny thing is, he did not do any of those goddamn tests. And to make the grift work, they bought third-party machines and altered them, way fucking up their specs, and and did tests like that. One of, one of my best, one of my favorite things. I think it was in the HBO documentary about it. Like they sat down with one of the engineers, and apparently the engineer was like, "Hey, we need." Uh, Elizabeth Holmes wanted this thing to be like the size of a small like printer and sit on your desk, and then like a wall. Like they ended up having to deal with Walgreens. They're just gonna have like one of these in every Walgreens. And he was like, "Hey, we need to make the box bigger." And she's like, "We can't. It will look bad." He's like, "Listen, it just needs to be bigger." She's like, "Says who?" He's like thermodynamics for fuck's sake yeah like all the things you want to do can't be that small. right because of because the solutions and blood and all the tests that had happened in this edison machine had to be temperature controlled but all the mechanics they want to put in the machine gave off too much heat to keep the temperature where they wanted to so it always threw off these errors and of course it never it was never able to test a fraction of the number of tests that she told people about it she was just fucking lying to everybody including walgreens like Walgreens now here's the question: Do you think, and I, you know, maybe maybe this is answered in the podcast or her, but do you think it was, and I, do you think it was intentionally like I'm going to lie about this thing and it's never going to work and I'm going to make money, or was it the thing that like you know Bigfoot hunters do where they lie about it because they think it's going to work eventually? Like, okay, right now it doesn't work, but in a year we'll be able to do, or two years or whatever it's going to work. So then I'll be right. So I'm just going to lie about it up front. Yes. But well, she didn't what know she what was... she was talking about. So it was never going to work. See? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, what you just said is what actually chaps my ass about Elizabeth Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes has no degrees in any science whatsoever, but was considered a genius when she walked into a room because she just could sell her bullshit. Yeah. Now I'm a good public speaker. That does not mean I can walk into a room. Uh, I'm sorry, a, a courtroom. And defend a client just because I'm a good public speaker. I will be in there going, what Fun the fact, fuck did he It also say? does not hurt. She is somewhat, a, she's kind of attractive too. Yeah, she's right. like. She played yeah. up that all the time. Oh, yeah. But I cannot walk into a, a, a court of law and just be a good public speaker. I'll be in there going, what the fuck did he just say in Latin? Like, what are we doing here? 
You know, what, what's going on? What she did was just project that level of confidence that was supposed to make up for the fact she had none of the credentials that she that everybody thought she was a genius about. She knew nothing about the science. She knew nothing about software that went in that fucking thing. Like, as somebody who has got has a PhD in physics and did the legwork to get that fucking degree and know the science she's talking about, when, when like, in, in the discussion that she... She also you know, has crazy eyes. Yeah. When, when, when the Edison machine could not run a test, so they bought a third-party machine that was supposed to use a Venus draw. They were supposed to use seven, let's say, hundred milliliters of blood, and they took two drops and diluted it and ran the test. You've already fucked up all those specs. Like that's the scientific method thrown right the fuck out the window, and all the lab directors were like, you know, in open revolt the whole time. I wonder how many people she had, like scientists she had on her staff that were like, man, this house of cards is going to come down hard when it comes down. But I'm making so much money in the meantime, and as Not far as, as many as you might think. No. They all bolted. Nice. All like, I, I, <laughs> nice. I, I can't. I can't have my fucking name on this. So they all bolted. Yeah. Um. The last two lab directors. People will put believe, up a lot if you pay them enough. Yeah. If if I it, well, that's it's it's funny you mention that Shay. Uh, if I remember correctly from all the documentaries I've watched on the podcast, um, they had one lab director that like totally just like fuck it, I can't do this and bolted, and um, the lab director they they filled in that slot was um, the CFO's dermatologist awesome. and never never went into the lab they just sent him papers to sign and that was how they did that that's awesome um i kind of respect answer, that scam man like hey, listen, it's bad i, I, get re- it, but I like... respect the hustle <laughs> and, and let's be very clear she was convicted of four of 11 counts nice she was she was um convicted of four counts of of fr- uh fraud and wire fraud to investors because that's really what she did to answer your question before she lied every. I believe, in my heart, she lied to everybody, saying this shit doesn't work now, but it will work in the future. Yeah, you know. And so she told a lie. She she made that exaggeration just over the line to make it a lie. And when you're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars of other people's money, that's where you get into fraud. Um, four of the counts were um, for fraud against patients and i agree that she was she was found not guilty of those and i kind of agree with that because honestly the way the that it, it is it it kind of plays out if you listen to the whole story of how theranos got to 10 billion dollars and is now worth you know nothing she was not out to defraud the patients they were just a second order woo fuckery that she did yeah yeah like like she defrauded she defrauded um investors walgreens and investors yeah like Walgreens had was running her tests, but they did not know that when did she actually a, have this thing in stores? Yes. Like yes. What? Yes. I didn't know that. I thought this was all theoretical, and then it fell apart no. before it hit the market. That's funny. So they had these they had these wellness centers in Walgreens, and you would go into a Walgreens, and this is one of the investors. This is one of the things investors did, and and people who researched Theranos caught on is like you're supposed to go in there, and they were supposed to prick your finger. You were going to give them two or three drops of blood, and then in 90 minutes, they're going to give you, you know, anywhere from 30 to like 500. T- depends on what year you're talking here. Like their 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 jargon for their tests would was all over the place. But like at first, they're like, we can run 17 of the 500 tests, and they they said eventually we'll do all of them. You know, they're, they're, you know that's why I say the exaggeration turned into a lie. 
but you could go into a Walgreens and get your finger stuck. But um, investors would go into the Walgreens. Um, uh, people investigating Theranos would go to the Walgreens. They're like, all right, well, we're going to do a Venus stick. And they're like, whoa, 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 I thought the whole point was not to do the Venus stick, do the finger prick. And they're like, well, we want to make sure we get your labs good or something. I mean, they always had an excuse. And what the excuse was is that their machine didn't work. So what they would do is they would do a Venus draw on you. They would send it to their lab, and then they would use other third-party machines to run the tests. And the use of third-party machines to run the tests was what was not told to the investors. Yeah, that kind of that kind of uh, shell game is what happened. So actual patients. I mean, uh, in, in the court, there in in the court hearings, there was there was a woman who was told she had a remission of cancer, had a history of cancer, was told she was in was in. Um, her cancer was back. Ruin, you know, if you, if you've gone through two cancer scares or two, two like cancer treatments, and then you go to this fucking wellness center and you get a test and it says, Oh, your cancer's back. Like it fucking ruins your world. And then she went and got other tests. Like, no, 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 you're still in remission. It's okay. One woman who had a history of miscarriages got a test from the, uh, Theranos wellness center and said like her, uh, the hormone that said she was probably about to miscarriage was like off the charts. And she thought about terminating her presidency. It was like, well, I'm going to get a second opinion. Luckily, she did because her pregnancy was perfectly fine. You know, errors like that were made. But Elizabeth was not trying to scam those people. That was just, like I said, a second order woo fuckery about the original scam. And that was the. Uh, so of, of the 11 charges, she was found guilty of scamming the investors, not found guilty of four counts of scamming the patients. And there were three very specific counts about certain investors. And I think that was just like, they were really involved in the company. It was like really hard to like parse out what they knew and didn't know. And so the jury was deadlocked on that. So of these four counts, she can get 20 years for each count, which I I think is hilarious because I was called a complete dick when she rocketed to fame. And I watched her talk once. I was like, this, this, this woman doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. Like she's just saying words. And somebody's like, well, how do you know? It's like, because I'm a scientist, I know what words mean, and she does not know what these words mean in a scientific context. She's just blathering on about like how great her business is going to be, and that's fine. That's fine. Do that. Do that shit. You know, be an influencer, but like, don't fuck with people's blood. Then. Yeah. So I was called I was called a sexist asshole for like the longest time. And I was like, something is up with this. I was like, this doesn't sound right. Like this woman does not sound right. And then, like, I just totally didn't even fucking pay attention to it for, like, a year and a half. And then I read some article about how it all imploded. I was like, holy shit, I can't believe I was that right for no reason. I just thought she was full of shit. Like, anytime I listen to, um, oh, God, what's his name? Well, actually, uh, Bill Gates. Anytime I listen to Bill Gates a lot, I'm like, oh, you're full of shit. Oh, Elon Musk. Anytime oh, yeah. I listen to Elon Musk, I'm like, oh, God, you're so full of shit. Well, Elon Musk is also, um, he's the classic example of, like, the guy is not an aerospace engineer. He just pays aerospace engineers to do shit, which is thank you totally thank fine. You. Um, uh, I didn't say that. Yeah. Fun fact. Uh, again, shall remain nameless. But but uh, our company has a lot of uh, fair fair uh, people, former SpaceX employees. Um, and don't get me wrong, SpaceX 100 percent is doing some really incredible shit. Oh, fun you know, stuff. Really great wrong, stuff. Yeah. But the work the work hours in order to accomplish that are brutal. So a lot of people are like, okay, I'm going to step back. I've had a baby. I'm going to go work for somebody else so um in in the bathroom apparently i never saw this but apparently in the bathroom at work there used to be a uh, a picture of elon musk about the toilet and they would and the joke of it was you had to maintain eye contact 
while you peed with him. And then people started defacing the Elon Musk poster. And then our the guy that founded our company is like, all right, you this guys. This was at SpaceX? No, no, no. This is where I work, which shall remain nameless. Okay. Um, and th- 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 years ago, I never actually saw this. But then the funny, because most of the people that leave SpaceX will tell you that he's he's a bastard. Um and it's like we started defacing it, and they were drawing like, you know, oh, I'm going to put a mustache and a dick in his mouth and all this shit. And then they were like, okay, so you're all children, and we have investors coming. You can't let them see this. What is wrong with you? <laughs> so, well, yeah, it's it's he's I, – I do not like Elon Musk because he is a, a huge douchebag. Like, I don't know if you saw um, – where he had he had said uh, he waited till the day after Thanksgiving to tell send out an email to his company about how if they didn't do X number of launches they were going to go bankrupt, like the day after Thanksgiving. And now here's the thing, he was right. Like he had had his accountants look at it. He he was just he was telling people what was going on. But you can't wait till Monday to do that. Right. Like you got to tell like, that while people are on vacation with their families. You dick. Right fuck up their entire weekend and they have no actual way to fix it and i also know he's an asshole because he's friends with joe rogan well i i, I believe he's an asshole because he like he likes to tell and everybody likes to talk about him how he's a self-made millionaire but his family owns a uh um, emerald, an mine. emerald mine yeah. in south america um but no like i remember reading about him when he first like splashed on the scene and i'm like oh this is cool what's what's this what's his background because being a research scientist myself first thing i do is figure out what your background is like what's your degree in do you have the specific do you have the specific uh scientific language to discuss this accurately and i found out that he went to grad school for like three months or some shit like that and dropped out the first semester to start spacex mm-hmm. okay great that's your hero story but then he went on to say like if you want to start a company you've got to work 70 90 hours a week i slept there for eight months before I got SpaceX going. It's like, you know what got SpaceX going was your parents fucking Emerald mine. Yeah. Don't like this whole, like the more you grind, the more you, the more you burn, the more you earn, throw that fuck out the window. Like the people that left SpaceX to have a kid fucking good on them. Yeah. You know, it's your life. Like a lot of the, those big guys. And now, and now I will say that's, that's very typical of aerospace in general. Like, yeah. Especially the end, of, like what's called air quotes new space. Um, I, you know, I, 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 I'm not an aerospace engineer either, but I've I've just read a lot about it, and it seems like you know, like what's um, Bezos is Blue Origin, his space Let's company, that. The, whatever base, whatever care. Jeff Bezos's space company is. It's the same thing. Like people will tell you, like, yeah, you make a lot of money, but you have no life. That's the trade off, and it's like, well, okay, yeah. fuck that, and people get fed up and they leave. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean. Good on him. I mean, yeah. like, you, you make the decision what you want to do, but, like, don't tell me that Elon Musk is fucking inventing all this stuff because he's not. No. That, and that's, yeah. oh, that's the kind of thing, too, that makes me really angry. Like, people say that kind of, it's like, you know, people act like, well, you know, S- Steve Jobs uh, invented the iPhone. I was like, I'm pretty sure Steve Jobs told a bunch of engineers he wanted a thing that could do a thing, and he described it, and they made it. Right. Like, yeah. Steve Jobs wasn't out there fucking drawing up spe- uh, circuit boards and stuff. He wasn't designing no. processors and shit. Like, that's not how that works. No, he I was mean, I, he I was he... managing the people that did, and he and that's the key. And I will, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, they do. No, have, I will not take that from them. They have the ability to look at someone and say, "I want a problem solved, and you're the person that can solve it." And put those people in the right place. That is its own the, skill, but it does not make you an aerospace engineer. The only the only quote I have heard Elon Musk say that I agreed with 
when he was talking about how he interviews people to salt, you know, to, to build the rockets he wants to build or do whatever, he's like, what I do is I, I sit down and I ask them, what problems did you have during your research phase, you know, in your graduate, graduate research or whatever, and how did you solve them? And he said, I listen to how, how detailed they can be and how they describe the problem. If they can describe how the problem was solved from, from you know, soup to nuts, then they're the guy I want to hire because they're the guy that did it and knows how it's done. If they're ha- very hand-wavy about it, I know they're the guy like beside the guy that, that solved the problem. And I was like, that's a very good point. That's just good business um, management, though. Well, that's good business yeah. management. Also, I would like to point out that Elon Musk was never the guy that solved the problem. <laughs> yeah, but he paid the guy that did. <laughs> I mean, Again, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. You say that on Twitter. You yeah. say that when you're when you want to when you when when you when you're going to tell everybody that SpaceX is going to accept Dogecoin for uh, I'm sorry, t- um, Tesla is going to uh, accept Dogecoin. For, for payments of Teslas now, that's great. But you should also follow it up with like, hey, everybody should know that I just pay the smart people. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Oh, God. Fuck kills me. But, yep, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Holmes is going to go to jail. Uh, the amount of time she's going to go to, up in the air. But um, um she's going to have four cracks at 20 years apiece. So the fact that she um got convicted um for the for the defense, it was all or nothing. Like, she had to get acquitted of all charges because each one of them can, I mean, like, if she got, in in, in theory, she could have get she could have been can, um, convicted of one charge for 20 years. And she's 40 now. She's my age. Yeah. So, um, this is going to suck um, for her. And I hope it does. Because uh, she sucks. All right. So, let's turn, let's turn, let's flip this coin, talk about stuff we know about, Shay. The fun stuff. <sighs> I gotta what get this watching? out of the way right up front. Have you watched Peacemaker at all? I have not. Holy I have not. I'm, shit. I'm, hey, I'm here for it though. Completely out of left field. There's gonna be a certain segment of the population that's like, oh fuck John Cena, he apologized to Tina. You guys can shut up. I don't give a fuck what you think. Get over yourselves. I don't know if you are you aware about that drama. He, he did it in Mandarin, though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, somebody who paid him a lot of money said, "You can't say that. We're going to sell this movie in China." He went, "Fuck!" And he, yeah, 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 yeah. Shit. Then he spent three days learning how to say, say it, it in sorry, Mandarin. Mandarin. Absolutely, he yeah. did. It's hilarious. But I, I don't, I don't, I do not give a shit. Um, and watching him speak in Mandarin like that is like watching a dog. Like if you put peanut butter in a dog's nose. All I'm saying is that like I like him more because of it because I feel like he's like you want me, John Cena, to apologize in Mandarin. Yes, you can't see me. Okay, fuck it. Let's go. Let's do it live. Let's do it. Uh, Justin, that show's fucking incredible. I, I, it's so funny and and just good. And I hadn't. It's. it's, Let's take a step back and talk about how good. good. The Suicide Squad. That movie? Yeah. yeah. The Suicide Squad was hilarious. It is such an extension of that into the fact that the beginning of the first episode, it says, last time on The Suicide Squad. And then it shows the movie. Like, it's great. It's so great. I really fucking love it. Um, And then, so I've been watching that. And then I picked up The Expanse again. And I'm about halfway through season five. All right. So, The Expanse ends. Okay. First of all, I, I might... I had it in my head. I was going to go downstairs, excuse me, and watch the first episode of the new season of Clark and Lois, or whatever the hell we call it. What do we call it now? Superman and Superman and Lois. Superman and the Lois. New that was called now? Oh yeah, we're 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 out and running with that. Oh shit! What up? Yeah. 
So I was going to watch that tonight with some with some drinks and some corn dogs. Yeah. But I might have to put in Peacemaker. Um, I'll tell you what, Justin. Watch it and don't skip the intro the first time through. And if you don't enjoy the intro, you're dead inside. And like, all right, all and right. like, seriously, it's like, it, it sums up the entire attitude. It, it completely caught me off guard because what happened to me was a friend of mine shared on Facebook, if you don't like this intro and you skip it when you watch the show, you're dead inside. I was like, whatever. And I watched it. And after I watched the intro, I immediately turned to my right and watched the first three episodes in one shot. Like, it's, yeah. it's pretty great. You're going to like it. But yeah, definitely check that out and let me know what you think. Yeah. Well, definitely. That's all. well, and like Rachel and I watched the Suicide Squad. And yeah, I don't know. Like, I was like, I was like, she was like, I want to go see that too. I was like, really? Because that seems like some bullshit up my alley. Like, why are you? And she's like, it just looks silly. It's like, all right. Rachel loves uh, Margot Robbie mm-hmm. and all this, and I was like, all right, let's do it. And that movie was off the rails fun. One of my one of my favorite scenes is where. Um, uh, John Cena. What the hell is he? He's the Patriot. The pa- uh, he's the Peacekeeper. Peacekeeper. The name of the show. Peacekeeper. Peacekeeper. Yeah. Right. And then um, Idris Elba, who is like, was it one shot? No, he's. Uh, I forget what his name is. Bloodshot. Bloodshot. I think. Yeah, Bloodshot. Well, they're like working their way through what they think is a, a whole village full of like a whole Blood camp sport. of bad guys. Bloodsport. And they're working their way through a whole camp of bad guys, which they think are bad guys, and they're just capping them. You know, left and right in the most over the top ways possible, oh trying to one up each other. And then, of course, they you know, spoilers. They walk into the tent. They find the the their their contact. And they're like, "Oh man, how did you get through all my men? They should have warned me we were here." I was like, "Wait a minute, those are your guys? Oh, you're not a captain?" <laughs> and they're like, like this just wiped out all of her fucking dudes. Yeah, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> I just I love the in the very he's, he's like, uh, "Excuse me, uh, starfish is slang term for butthole. Do you think that's relevant? No, yeah, no, it's yeah. not." Okay, and then also I always like to remind people this that uh, King Shark is voiced by Sylvester Stallone. Oh yeah, yeah, which is yeah. incredible. Uh, it's incredible. The whole thing's incredible. But no, I, I, all right, you just changed my plans for the yeah, evening. Go, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I expect you to watch the intro, and then I'll probably get a text that's like, "What is this?" Yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh, just FYI, I'm behind on almost all of my uh, CW shows except for, um, I guess Clark and Lois, Superman, Lois, whatever the hell they call the new one. There's one. I'm I'm just one episode behind there, but like I'm behind on the Flash, Supergirl, all of it. I I gotta, I gotta get mono is what I'm saying. I yeah. gotta get mono and spend time catch up on all that. Um, more current things. I don't know if the Flash is still good anymore, but I like it still. I I don't think it was good when we were like talking and said it was good. Oh no, no, I like the first couple uh, seasons are solid. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Um. Okay. The Witcher. Have you watched? Uh, the I've Witcher? never seen an episode of that. Well. I will just say that you have a background in in the games. Yes, stuff, I've, right? I've I have played the game. Oh, I played Witcher one and two briefly. Put some time into Witcher three as well, and then I've dabbled in the books. But the book, the book from what I've seen is it's more like short stories. It's not like a, a continuous high fantasy novel type of thing. Right. I had no no footing whatsoever in the witcher mythos whatsoever oh. i watched i watched season one and i finished season two and what i can say is i would say season two is better than season one but what i will say about both seasons is if henry cavill is not in the scene i you just it's hard to care about any of the characters yeah like when he walks in the room shit is gets real it's great he like he just owns all of it but like if he's not in the scene like it's hard to give a shit about any of them 
Um, the only person I would say that, that like trumps what I just said was the bard. Like he hangs out with a bard in the first season and that's where you get the toss a coin to your Witcher song. Yeah. You've probably seen on yep. like YouTube and stuff. That guy's fun. That guy's fun in any scene. But literally, if a Henry Cavill is not in the fucking scene, the show just fucking sucks. Like, it's just like you're just staring at the, the TV going, why do I give a shit about any of yeah. this? And they're like talking about rivalries or anything. Henry Cavill walks in, you're like, all right, I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, I, can't, I, I can't explain the series better than that. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I would suggest if you're ever looking for an RPG that you can really sink your teeth into and has a, a very more old school it, it's so fucking good well okay let me rephrase that read the story synopsis for the witcher one and two on wikipedia and then just play Witcher. Three. yeah i think you already told me that yeah, i played the third one because yeah. the first one is it's a it's got a good story but honestly the combat and the gameplay is kind of it's janky as fuck witcher 2 is legitimately good still a little janky and then they really wow they've the, well even when the witcher 3 came out it was janky but they patched it all to shit so and then oh, they're actually good, releasing good. if you already own the game when sometime maybe this year maybe they're releasing a patch that will upgrade it the witcher 3 to have um air quotes next gen graphics so it'll be like ps5 level you know whatever the new graphics cards on computer are and i'm gonna replay it again and that shit that shit just yeah, god damn I'll, I'll have to dip i'll have to dip in that it's a lot can, though like uh, it, it's one of those can, can you i hate to interrupt can you hear this is your is that jim no yeah, i can't I, no but I, i'm familiar right. with it Yeah, there it is. Is he starving to death? Yeah, he he hasn't eaten in three hours, so he's he's, he's over here going. He's over here sitting behind my chair going. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, you, you you recommended that a couple times to me, and I definitely have to do it because yeah, I'm I'm all for a good RPG. Um. So yeah. Anyway, that show so good when Harry Cavill's on there. Um. Not so much uh, when he's not. Um, have you dipped into the Wheel of Time series? I don't know if we've talked about that. Have we talked about the, uh, the Amazon I, show? Uh, no, I've heard it's good, and I've read the first half of the first book, and I'm never going to fucking read those books because there's fucking 50 of them. And, um, well, there's 15, and each of them's like 500 pages. Yeah, well, they're not, you know, they're just, I just, I never got it. I got about halfway through the first one before I lost interest. Yeah. I, I would say that the, uh, the show, everybody was like, it's the new Game of Thrones, and it's not. It's, it's much better written. And it has a way different vibe. And I was, I think we talked about this before, but like I was watching, I was like watching, um, it has money. Okay. Of course it doesn't, you know, everybody's like, Oh, it's new. I'm sorry. Game of Thrones or like the new Lord of the Rings. And even the show owner was like, Hey, listen, we don't have the Lord of the Rings budget, but we're trying to tell the Lord of the Rings story. So it's going to show up every now and then. And so there's some like fights in the woods where you can clearly see they couldn't afford to have all the people there they wanted. And I was like, man, this has a different vibe. Good goddamn Jim. Um, but, uh, like I was like sitting there watching, I was like, man, this has such a vibe. I know this vibe, what it is. And I read an online, um, review and they're like, you know, sometimes it's like Lord of the Rings. Sometimes it's Zine warrior princess. Yep. I was like, holy shit. They nailed it. Um, but no, this, the entire first season, uh, wheel of time on Amazon prime, watch it. It's great. They nail so much of the, the first couple books. Um, my only complaint is that I've read like the first five or six books, so I know where this story is going. I'm really kind of, really kind of curious to hear from somebody who hadn't read any of the books and like see if they can like watch this, watch the show and be like, cool, you know, like they see where it's going. I, I don't know. Um, that's my only question. But if you guys have Amazon Prime, watch that shit. That's good. Um, 
Are you the one that's watching Boba Fett on my Amazon or my Disney Plus? No. Account. All right. Have you watched Boba Fett, uh, the book of Boba Fett? No. No. Oh, uh, right. I probably, it's probably going to be one that I don't bother with until uh, until I um. There's well, I don't know, there's what four episodes out now. Uh, I think three. Three or four. Yeah. Uh, maybe I will. I don't know. I, I it's fine. I, I I've said this to so many people before, um. But I'm just I'm Star Wars out. Like, I love the Mandalorian. That shit was dope, and I'm sure Boba Fett's dope too. Well, I just don't get pumped are... about it. So, like, I'm sure oh, once well. <laughs> once I watch it, I'm gonna be like, "Fuck yeah!" And I'm gonna watch all of it. But I'm not like, well, craving Star Wars if that makes sense. No, I, I get it. I get it. And like, uh, the book of Boba Fett came out like I think while I was out of town or something. I was like, I don't know. I came back and like, it's not like I'm like drooling over every episode to watch it. But so when I was like, I, you know, you know, you're like sitting there like, oh, I'll watch this. Um, uh, there's been some complaints that uh, Boba Fett does talk too much, and I think that is a about like, like he is not like there. There's people that say that when he was in you know the the first uh, the trilogy, he rarely spoke, right? But Barely, I, yeah. I'm, you know, but, yeah, and I'm like, well, he's also around the Emperor, and, you know, Jabba the Hutt, and, like he's the he's the the you know what he does at this this uh, this uh, series is of course take over for uh, Jabba the Hutt, so he's the crime lord, like. I would say, like, if you're the crime lord, you, you get to talk. Like, you, you know, you get to say whatever the fuck you want. But, like, even the actor's like, I think he should stop talking so much. He's like, all right, I get that. You know, it's been fine. But a lot of people have been like, oh, the first two episodes sucked. Well, Shay, I mean, it's not a spoiler alert. You, you'd you see it on, on Facebook. But, like, in the third episode, they give him a rancor. Yeah. He's gifted a rancor. And uh, he's like... I'm going to raise this Rancor, and he's going to be my buddy. I was like, later, if uh, Bob, Boba Fett rides a Rancor, all of you fuck six that said that the, the episode sucks, the first two episodes suck, you're not allowed to say this is cool. Yeah. You're not allowed to say it's cool. But, uh, no, it's, it, I, I, I've always been fascinated by Boba Fett because he was he, he was such a, like, a non-character, in my opinion, in the first uh, Star Wars trilogy, but he garnered such a... There um, is, ah, uh, oh, fuck, I even, I think we... fan favorite? We may have even had this conversation before, I'm pretty sure we have, but there is a specific reason why he became so popular like, like there's there's like a thing that was done at a certain point like with the toys and the back the backstory oh, of the comics I, yeah, I, and like, i think it was the store the toys in the comics. yeah, yeah. like so, like they, he they, it was after the fact that he got really popular but yeah right and there's always and there, i love the the picture of the the original actor who played him in the original trilogy of star wars i i can't say his name i'm not even gonna try to remember but like he's just like a regular guy with like you know glasses and he's just like, there's a picture of him without the helmet on. He just looks like the biggest dork ever. Of course. You know? Yeah. And I, I am fascinated by the, you know, just the whole movement behind Boba Fett because he was such, in my opinion, a non-character in the first three movies, but he has garnered such a cult following that has basically, by the sheer gravity of their want, created a, a, a this awesome backstory and this lethal, you know, bounty hunter mythos where... If you were to just watch the, the the first three episodes of Star Wars, you'd be like, "Who is this dick shit? And why have we not shot him out of an air, uh, you know, shot him out of an air- airlock?" Here, I'll ask this question: Do we find out how he got out of that fucking thing in the desert? Yeah. Okay, good. That's all I need. And and it is gross. I would imagine so. Yeah. All right. So uh, watch it. I, I you know watch it whenever you get around to it. Um, 
This is something I think you and Alex would... Have you watched Yellow Jackets or heard of Yellow Jackets? Nope. All right, that's a show on Showtime that you can find elsewhere. But it's about a, 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 a team of... Um, it's a soccer team of high school soccer... Uh, hold on. High school girls soccer team who was on their way to, like, nationals, and they crashed in the absolute wilderness. And so this, the story is split between the girls at the crash site trying to survive... And eventually devolving into cannibalism and weird shit like Sick. Lord of Flies stuff, and then it it alternates between that and in the uh, current time when I think four or five of them who survived are like you know adults trying to do their own thing and like they all agreed apparently like, it's very upfront in the first episode like they agreed not to talk about what they did back then, and so like somebody knows so there's this thing like. You don't know who the fuck, like, why the fuck some people died and did die because it keeps going back and forth, but it is fucking brutal. It is like, oh, God. And Rachel and I are 100% into it, and, like, we got into it, like, after five or six episodes were already out. Like, everybody was like, the buzz was already there, and we're like, no, oh, let's watch this. And we watched the first couple episodes, like, holy shit. Like, it's solid. It's, it's like, you were a fan of Lost, right? Yeah. It's it's it has that vibe. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. 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 That's. You're gonna do stuff. You're gonna watch an episode and not know what the fuck's going on for like two episodes, and it's all yeah. So I highly recommend that. Um, I guess I have to ask Shay, what are we playing? I. Oh my god! I will feed you in a minute. Yeah, the dogs. I'm. I'm. The last thing I'm gonna see is one of these days. He's just. You're just gonna go to point to the camera and just hit one of your fingers will be gone because he's gnawed it off, little fat fucker. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, what am I playing? I'm playing a lot of the Hunt Showdown. It's like one of the best multiplayer games I've ever fucking played. It's so much fun. I've been. I've been nice. playing that on and off for a couple of years now. <laughs> Excuse me. And I'm trying to force myself to sit down and finish Red Dead Redemption Two. Because I never actually finished it, but this, and it's just such a good fucking game. And I got back into it because I started watching a bunch of westerns. Yeah. Because um, I do a movie night with a buddy of mine once a week, and we got on a kick where we watched a bunch of westerns from uh, various like famous and not so famous directors. So like, and I've seen some fucking gem movies, and uh, Red Dead, and then uh, ha, there's a, a it took like fucking I want to say the original demo came out in 2012. There's a, a, a fan. Well, it's not fan made now. They became a full company and released it, but it's called Half Life, um, or it's called Black Mesa, and it's basically yeah, it's the yeah. remake of the original Half Life um, with upgraded graphics and like re-edited levels, just it just tightened up and made better. And it is so fucking good, and it does that great um, job of kind of balancing between uh, being new but still kind of feeling like an older game. So you get that, yeah, that scratches that itch of the first time you played Half Life. That shit's so good. I have played a little bit of Black Mesa, and it's like, oh, I owe this more time. Yeah, it's a lot of like, fun. I just, di- I just dipped into it to play it. it. I could see it if, if you, it, it might lose something if you never played the original Half Life, um, because it just it. The problem with Half Life is that so many fucking games. It, when it came out, it was so revolutionary and did so much differently than games before it that everybody else copied that afterwards. Yeah. So yeah, like you yeah. see all the stuff that made Half Life cool in 1996 or whenever it was it came out, you've seen in a million other games. Like Half Life was one well, of the first games to really be like you can only find ammo off of fallen soldiers. You know, health packs or first aid kits on the wall. They're not floating icons like that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, it, and and my my 
allegory to that is that like there are so many games that people that are younger than me would would not ever associate with Diablo, but would not exist without Diablo. Mm-hmm. You know, like I play those games like, oh, this is how we do it. And they're like, well, how do you know that mechanics? Like, because this mechanic has been around since 1994. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we uh, I had one of those like you know talking earlier about uh, you know, feeling the tangible that tangible feeling of getting older. I was talking to a friend of mine's kid, and uh, he he's he was real pumped. He's gotten into air quotes retro gaming and uh, uh he's like yeah. eight or nine maybe and uh and maybe seven i'm not sure but he was he was like shay man i got the original mario brothers and i was like whoa that's dope and he I was like where'd you where did you find it he's like oh we got it at this game shop it was really cool it's it's so old i've never you know it's crazy how old the graphics look and everything and he's just going on and on about how much he loves it and how fun it is and then he i walk upstairs to see it and he's booting up mario 64 and i wanted to slap him but you know what i mean uh... but he doesn't know he just didn't know and and i his his dad Oh. My, my buddy, his dad, I was like, are you going to fix this? He's like, I'm on it. I'm going to get a Super Nintendo. We're going to get Super Mario All-Stars. <laughs> I'm on it. You know, yeah. I'm gonna teach this kid the right way to do things. God damn it. You know? All right. Yeah. Well, I, I think we've talked about this before, but like there was a, there was a time when I was uh, actually working at UK that I watched a video on YouTube. Like they, they took, um, old NES games and then gave them to 13-year-olds. So this, yes, I've like, seen these. Uh, I've seen those. Those videos yeah. are fucking hysterical. And so you give you give this 13-year-old uh, the NES controller and have them play Contra. And they're like, oh, wait a minute. So when, when that white thing, that's a bullet? When that hit me, I, I die? I don't have health? And they, like, jump into water and die. And they're like, I, they, like, could not understand the game mechanics at all. And so... Seeing that, I was enraged, so I, of course, fire up an emulator and bring boot up Contra, and while I'm working my way through Contra with 30 lives, my, my boss, like, sticks his head around the cubicle door. He's like, hey, uh, where are we on this thing? And I pause it. I'm like, oh, I'll be doing that later this afternoon. He just looks at my screen. I'm like, I'll be done with this in, like, five minutes. He's like, whatever. Just walks off. That's yeah, like, also, for like, $30,000, you can buy every single North American Nintendo 64 game on eBay. Well, that just put a put a put a pin in that when I win the lottery. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, yeah, you can get it for less. Else, anyway. Yeah. I, that, that's you know, it's it's one of those things where like I've seen so much of this shit that blows my and it makes me so angry that I, I don't have this stuff anymore. Because like, you know, for instance, an in the box copy of Pokemon Blue is like fucking eight hundred dollars for the original Game Boy. But I don't and I don't see how that happens because they made millions of them but i guess they just get because little kids have them and they get fucked up over time yeah that's a dangerous hole to go down what childhood toys did i have that are worth a ton of money now oh i know you don't want to do that don't do that don't do that don't do that oh yeah all right well i have a dog that's yeah dying. i can hear him he sounds like he's he's starving to death over there just dying but um well shay it's been fun uh, everybody, like we always say, we enjoy doing the shit out of this. We hope you enjoy listening to it. Uh, you should be able to find us everywhere you find can find your podcasts, um, even on uh, YouTube, I guess, for now. I don't know if we're going to get kicked off. Probably. I, I probably will stop. I will If we get a second strike, we got repe- we got a repeal, but if we get a second strike, I'm going to say fuck it. Because the, the, I understand why the algorithm is turned up to 11. Yeah. But it just, it's just, it, we well, are justice, not, we are, we're not making money off this show. And I'm, I'm sure one of our like three listeners will find it somewhere else, Logan. Yeah, it's not a bear, right? Yeah, probably. Um, 
But I will miss the uh, comments. Those are fun. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like I said, you can find us anywhere you can find us. Um, should be able to find your podcast. You can hit us up. It's uh, on Twitter. It's uh, Woodscast1776. Um, and then Facebook, also at Woodscast1776. And then an email, questions, comments, anything you want to do. Uh, it's thewoodscast1776 at gmail.com because fucks Alex Jones and all of his shtick. Um, Shay, I guess say goodbye to the nice people. Goodbye, nice people. And as always, Captain Hydra says, seize the means of production. Seize them! Seize them good. Seize them good. Yeah. I'm a rubber band, rubber band man.